Off the ball, rugby. We just not being around the bush. We're heartbroken. Good. We thought we were going to be the team to do it. We thought we'd push on and do what no Irish team has ever done before. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Rugby Daily on Off the Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep. Welcome to Friday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, the stage is set for the first of this weekend's Rugby World Cup semi-finals. South Africa responds to the death threats sent to Colbus Reinach and there are welcome returns from injury as the new URC season begins for Andrew Conway and Will Addison. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. First today, the first of this year's Rugby World Cup finalists will be known tonight. The All Blacks are overwhelming favourites for their semi-final with surprise package Argentina. A reminder of the team news ahead of tonight's game, New Zealand freshened up that team that beat Ireland last weekend with the introductions of winger Mark Talea and second row Sam Whitelock, while the Pumas have restored Gonzalo Bertranu to scrum half Argentina upset the All Blacks in Christchurch last year and their head coach Michael Cheka has been explaining what they can take from that win into tonight. Well, I think you just have to take the, uh, that, the, the moments that you're in the game and you see them coming at you at different times and you've got to repel that because in, the, in that game there or in the game in 2020 as well, there's things that you pinpoint... Because you can't say, well, that one game means we can do it because there's other games where we haven't, right? And, and lots of them. So it's not about a numbers game. It's more about understanding, OK, this is what it takes and this is what we have to do. I've felt that before or this guy's done it before, he's felt that before. And that's how you grow, I suppose, by taking those experiences and, and running with them and having the confidence to build on it. But it's not... It can't be from that moment. That's just got to be a part of it. And it's what you've done since then, all the f- successes and failures you've had along the way that puts you in a position, especially the position we're in, because we know we're, we're heavily... Uh, well, obviously, the other team's heavily favoured and, you know, everyone's expecting that, you know, New Zealand-South Africa final. And um, we've just got to play our part in making sure that we're clear on what's going to be required when... It co- when when the heat comes on, like when they come at us or when the, when the battle's on, it, that's the moment you need to use those experiences. Not necessarily beforehand or after, or, you know, beforehand in the build-up. It's when you get on the field and you feel it happening and that's, that's where that comes in handy because you have felt it before, you've done it before. All Blacks head coach Ian Foster claims they've long put behind them the mistakes of four years ago. You will recall that they followed up a big quarter-final win over Ireland that year with a surprising semi-final loss to England. That was Steve Hansen's final match as All Blacks coach and he told NewsHub that lessons will have been learned. You look back to 19 subconsciously, I think we eased a bit because we played so well against Ireland and we took a breath. You know, I didn't push enough buttons. I probably didn't pick the right side. And there's a large group of the guys that were part of that. Uh, we didn't get that right. They've had that feeling, they've had that disappointment, they know what's required and everybody that felt it and was part of it that are still there, um, I think it helps all of them. And you know, there is quite a large percentage of the management group that uh, have been there before. They've not only experienced uh, losing it, but they've also experienced winning it as well. So they know what's different and what it feels like. And I think that's a big and uh, important part of the puzzle as well. 
they'll be in the house, I think, um, and they won't be taking a breath. They'll be actually getting ready. Hey, we've got to front up here again to do this. And um, so it's the, one of the benefits, I guess, of having that adversity in the past. You know, as far away as we are, I can guarantee Fozzie will have them tuned up, ready to go. So um, if they get that part of their preparation right and it's dead set and, and um, genuine, uh, you know, we're a very good rugby side. Uh, we can go in with confidence, but not uh, arrogance. Now, Razi Erasmus has been forced to condemn death threats sent to Springboks scrum half Cobus Reinach. The South Africa director of rugby shared a series of screenshots on Twitter of messages sent to the Montpellier player. They all followed in the wake of the box one-point quarter-final win over the hosts France. One of the threats related to Reinach's young son. Box assistant coach Muzandile Stick was asked today if Reinach was mentally able to play tomorrow's semi-final with England. No, he's proper. I've seen him every day. Uh, he's in a good space. He's got his family around him. And I think at the moment in our camp, you know, I uh, must also give credit to the French uh, uh, rugby, the security around our hotels with all the teams that were in the World Cup. The security is, was just another level. So I don't think at the moment there's something to worry about because we are, no, we know for sure that we are well protected in our camps. And for Cobus, he's got his family around him and uh, the family has been around and it's it's good to see our players also in a good space, you know, when they've got their families around. I think that's one thing we as a coaching staff and the management, we are finding a good balance in the sense of to get the human side first to be happy, you know, and to have families around. I think it's something that helps us as a team. And yeah, Cobus is in a good space. Now for your first batch of URC team news of the season. It's arrived and yes, we are back there already. We'll start with Munster for whom Andrew Conway will play a competitive game for the first time in 16 months. He's been sidelined since May of last year with a knee injury but will make his 150th appearance for the province in the opening game of their URC defence at home to the Sharks tomorrow. There's also a first competitive start for scrum half Ethan Coughlin while new signing Alex Nankavell is among their replacements. So that Munster team has Shane Daly at fullback, Andrew Conway and Calvin Nash are on the wings. There's a centre partnership of Antoine Frisch and Rory Scannell. Joey Carberry is at out half where he partners Ethan Coughlin in the half-backs. In the front row then, it's Josh Witcherly, Dermot Barron and Stephen Archer. A second row of Edwin Idogbo and Finian Witcherly. Jack O'Donoghue captains the team from blindside flanker. Alex Kendellan is on the open and Gavin Coombs will start at number 8. Also making a long-awaited return from injury this weekend is Will Addison. He hasn't played competitively since suffering a serious leg break in October of 2021 against the Lions, but he's named at full-back for Ulster's trip to Zebra tomorrow afternoon. The Ulster team in full has Addison at full-back, Mike Lowry and Jacob Stockdale are the wingers with James Hume and Angus Curtis in the centre. Jake Flannery will start at out half with Nathan Dawg at scrum half. In the front row then, it's Andy Warwick, captain for the day, Tom Stewart and recent signing Greg McGrath. Matty Ray packs down in the second row alongside Kieran Treadwell. Dave Ewers is at blindside flanker. Marcus Ray is on the open and David McCann will start at number eight. Santiago Cordero may be out with a long-term knee injury, but a host of new signings do grace the Connacht team that start against the Ospreys in Galway tomorrow. Lock, Joe Joyce, former Munster at half JJ Hanrahan and fullback Andrew Smith all start. Ty McElroy, Sean O'Brien and Liam McNamara could all debut off the bench, while Tom Farrell will make his 100th Connacht appearance. Their team has Andrew Smith at fullback, Dermot Kilgallen 
and Byron Ralston are on the wings. Farrell and Cahill Ford are the centre partnership. Then in the halfbacks, it's JJ Hanrahan and the vastly experienced Quaylen Blade. In the front row, it's Dennis Buckley, Dylan Tierney-Martin and Jack Ainger. Oshin Dowling's alongside debutant Joe Joyce in the second row. Keen Prendergast starts at blindside flanker. Seamus Hurley-Langton is on the open and Jared Butler will win his 115th cap at number 8. Now we complete our team news check with Leinster, who had a first competitive start to loose head Jack Boyle for Sunday's game away to Glasgow. Scott Penny will captain the side with Harry Byrne getting the nod at out half ahead of Sam Prendergast, who's on the bench. It is a pretty experienced Leinster team, despite their international absentees. Kieran Frawley will start at full back. Tommy O'Brien and Jordan Larmer are on the wings. Liam Turner and Charlie Natai are in the centre. The halfbacks are Harry Byrne and Luke McGrath. The front row then is comprised of Jack Boyle, John McKee and Thomas Clarkson. Ross Maloney and Jason Jenkins are in the second row. Max Deegan is a blindside flanker. Captain Scott Penny is on the open and James Culhan will start at number 8. That's it for today's and indeed this week's Rugby Daily. Don't forget, subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to keep this podcast coming at you daily and free. I'll be back on Monday with more Rugby Daily and reaction to the weekend's URC action and of course both of those Rugby World Cup semi-finals. So enjoy them. Stay in that weather. Until Monday, take care.